listening to the Central Station Podcast, where we bring you true stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. Hi, my name is Hayley Price and this is my story. In March 2019, I was 30 weeks pregnant, sitting in my GP's office, patiently waiting for my doctor to make some phone calls. Recent tests had indicated that our little girl's stomach was measuring below the second percentile, as well as my blood tests indicating that I needed to see a haematologist. Once the GP was off the phone, she informed me that I needed to go to Townsville which is a six and a half hour drive away from the station and be admitted into hospital to see the maternal fetal medicine doctor as well as a haematologist. My husband Jesse and I were so nervous. We didn't know what to think. The next day, we each packed a small bag and were on our way to Townsville, thinking we would only have to be there for a couple of days for them to run further tests and then be on the road heading home. It turned out that our little girl's stomach was indeed okay. But, little did we know, two weeks after being admitted into hospital and many tests later, that I would be diagnosed with stage 4 Hodgkin's lymphoma. Our precious little girl had been delivered the following week because I needed to undergo chemotherapy as soon as possible. My head was in a complete whirlwind. We were given a couple of days to go home to the station to pack some more things. We were told I couldn't leave Townsville for the next three months once I had started chemo. I honestly felt like the rug was ripped right out from underneath me. My introduction to motherhood was now far from what I imagined it would start out like. April 15, 2019 was the day we welcomed our precious little girl, Emmy Lou Grace, into the world at 33 weeks and 3 days gestation. Weighing just a little 2 kilograms, Emmy Lou spent one week in NICU and then two weeks in the special care nursery. We were amazed by how strong she was coming out so early and how quickly she was allowed out of the hospital. We had two weeks after the birth of our little girl to lap up as much time as we could before chemo started. During those two weeks, I had to undergo a lot of tests. I couldn't have a lot of them while pregnant as they could have harmed the baby. Boy, did we thoroughly enjoy every moment we had together before everything became so much harder on me. Fast forward to day two of chemo. I was to receive four chemo drugs. The first one went through, no worries. But I had a severe anaphylactic reaction to the second one. I seriously thought I was going to die. I have never felt so scared in my life. 
My entire body went warm and it felt like I was going dizzy and I was coming in and out of consciousness while they struggled to feel my pulse as it was so weak. It was just a nurse and I in the room. But as I came in and out each time, there were more and more doctors and nurses. Before I knew it, the room was full of people. Jessie had been up at the special care nursery feeding Emmy Lou and arrived back just as I started to have the anaphylactic reaction. You could only imagine what was going through his head walking in and seeing me like that. The next morning, my haematologist came in to see me. He informed me that I would no longer be able to resume on that regime of chemo, that I would have to change, and the new one would take six months. Say what? Six months away from home? You have to be kidding me. It gutted me. I'd only just come to terms with the fact I had to be away from home for three months, And then being told I had to stay away for six months just killed me. All I could think was, how the hell were we going to cope being away from home for what would all add up to seven months? We were very lucky that Jesse's dad was in between jobs at the time and he could live at our place and look after our animals as well as help Jesse's boss out. I just kept telling myself, I have to get through this so we can get our little girl home and watch her grow up. I felt I held it together pretty darn well, but then it eventually took its toll on me and broke me down emotionally. All I wanted to do was just go home. I'd had enough. I just wanted to go back to normal. I had my little moment of tears and the whole why me and this isn't fair talk but then I put my brave face back on and soldiered on the best I could with only the old emotional day. After my second round of chemo which was two months in I had a PET scan and we were extremely stoked that it came back clear. I had expected the cancer to have shrunk but To be clear, so soon, honestly, the best feeling. I rang all of our family and friends as I was so goddamn excited. Jesse was home at the time, I found out, because he was needed for a muster. And I had friends staying with me and helping me out. I was jumping for joy for days. But then the realisation of still having to complete... Another four rounds of chemo kicked in. The thoughts rolling through my mind were, but it's all gone. Why do I have to keep going? I just want to go home. I quickly shoved that thought to the side and reminded myself I have to get through it all to give me a better chance at it not returning. If I stopped then and there, there was a very high chance of it coming back. So I had to do all of the rounds to make sure I well and truly kicked it out of my body. Our life before having to go out to Townsville was very different to the life we were living in Townsville. Jessie had been busy fencing, checking waters and cattle work before we left. I would help out where I could, but 
as you know, being pregnant limits what you can do a little. I mainly went on water runs. Once in town, he was going stir crazy and driving me insane. Being there for so long, not working or having much to do. He needed to be burning a lot more energy than what it took to look after Emmylou and me. He would drive me crazy. Honestly, like a kid stuck inside on a wet day. The hardest thing about being in town was we had no family or friends, just the three of us, until we started to make friends with others in a similar position to us. An average fortnight for me in Townsville would involve having chemo one day out of 14 and feeling like rubbish, not wanting to get out off the couch and slept a lot for the first seven days after. Then the next seven days, I would start to pick up a little and want to get outside and go for a walk or just go for a drive to the beach to get some fresh air, staying far enough away from other people when my blood levels were low. When my blood levels were up, I would go to a quiet shop just to see civilization, you know, get out a bit, bit of back to normal life, normality. I spent most days in the unit on the couch watching movies or sleeping as well as doing what I could with Emmy Lou. As everything was ticking along nicely in the doctor's point of view, they did end up letting us go home a couple of times for a long weekend, which really came in handy for my mental health and for Jesse to get some work done. A good friend of mine would come and stay so she could help me out, allowing Jesse to get as much work done as he could. Jesse also painted Emmylou's room while we were home one weekend. Sadly, we didn't get around to finish setting up and getting everything out of her room before everything happened. It really came in handy going home those few weekends to make a start, so we didn't have to do it all once we first got home. Fast forward to October 9, the day we farewelled our friends and staff at the Leukemia Village Townsville and the doctors and nurses at the hospital. It was home time! There was so many mixed emotions running through my mind. But what if something goes wrong and I'm too far away from the hospital? The day has finally come that we get to take our little girl home for good. Living across the road from the hospital gave me a sense of security. It had become my security blanket and it is hard to leave. Especially the amazing now lifelong friends we made. We were so lucky to have such amazing facilities to live in for free throughout our almost seven months stay, not having to stress about finding accommodation and then find the money to pay for it really helped ease the load. We have all settled back in well as a family of three on the station. Emmy Lou is almost 10 months old now. And a very busy little girl. She loves getting out on the property doing station duties with Jessie. Amy Lou is not one to be sitting still for too long. She's all for adventures, especially the ones that involve 
animals. It took me a good mm, three months to gain a lot of my energy back and not needing to nap throughout the day. An average day for Emmylou and I now differs from day to day depending on what Jessie has to get done. We will go out and pick Jessie up from being on out on the dozer or the grader or as simple as going out on a lick one or water run. Every afternoon we go out and do the afternoon chores of feeding the animals. We go to the closest small mining town which is roughly 70 kilometers away once a week for swimming lessons during the warmer months. As I feel learning to swim is very important living on a property with so many dams around. My favourite thing about being home on the station is finally being able to show our little girl the importance of the agricultural industry and introducing her to the lifestyle that we love. Health-wise, everything is looking really good for me and I'm almost back to myself.